This is Art. This is my diary entry for Wednesday, March 15th, my final entry for the Iditarod 51 series. So, when I last left you, we were on the eve of the champion finish, the last big live show, the last sort of hurdle to climb for Iditarod 51. Epic and colossal are words that you like to hear when something goes well, but they can also be used when you fail. And yesterday, I failed. As the eve of the big finish show approached, I was hoping to have my circuit between New York and Alaska set up. I was hoping to test cameras, test IFB, all of these things that needed to happen in a timely manner. Let's just say for a numerous amount of reasons that did not happen. We were actually told our circuit was not going to be provided. It was canceled by the company that has the fiber backbone and was able to give us a 100 by 100 circuit. They canceled it because of, I don't know what, corporate uh, feuding perhaps between two entities. I'm not really sure, but we didn't get the circuit. And we didn't get any circuit until the morning of our show. Our show was 4 p.m. Eastern. We were going to go on the air a half hour before that. We didn't get our circuit going until about 10 a.m. that morning. And it wasn't even the circuit that we were promised. It was less than that. And it was residential grade, <laughs> residential grade cable modems. So... I was very skeptical, very skeptical. But credit to Tom and the local crew in Alaska, they were able to get they were able to get the cameras placed, the the fiber run out to the shoot, uh, the lights placed. Everything was set up except I couldn't test anything. Couldn't test any of the any of the IFB, couldn't test any of the audio, couldn't test any of the signal flow. That was less than desirable. It put extra pressure on me to work on a much tighter schedule than I had hoped. Once we did get internet connectivity, I started to do my process. I set up the feeds for the cameras. I set the audio up, the network, the Dante. And of course, nothing was working. So after about an hour of troubleshooting signal flow, I discovered two things that were troubling. One is that the software I was using to mix the signals in Alaska, mix the signals here, it's a little audio mixer called SoundDesk. It has this nasty little habit of losing its input patching. And it, it might be me, it might be the fact that I'm using Loopback, which is another little audio routing program, which makes virtual interfaces. And I think it could be related to the fact that when you make a change in loopback, you're changing the audio interfaces of the computer and then SoundDesk would refresh itself. But when it did, it would break the routing in, sound, in SoundDesk. It would break the patching, the input patching. So you would think you'd be looking for audio on a channel and it turns out it wasn't patched to that channel even though it was saved in the document and then you know you'd open it and you'd have to go and check after a while and you're like oh boy none of this is patched right 
So after about an hour of additional troubleshooting, we finally got the audio sorted out, only to discover that because of the, we had to turn up the levels in the headsets, and of course I I heard some uh, IFB bleed, some sound leaking into the microphone from the, the headset. So that was a little disappointing. So we got all of that resolved and we figured, you know, we're going to go for it either way. It's uh, it's our system this year. So we're, we're doing the pre-show build out. I'm getting packages sent to me from Alaska for roll-ins and, and uh, the pre-production show. And everything is um, going, we thought, smoothly at the time. Everything seemed like it was in place. Then... We we didn't know it at the time, and I need to I need to set up this this little part of the story because the race, since it's you know run in very uh, unpopulated parts of Alaska, we rely on the GPS tracking of the sleds to know where people are. The GPS has a resolution of ten minutes, meaning every ten minutes it refreshes, and that's due to the cold conditions and the battery life and anything more frequent would drain the battery quickly. So 10 minutes is a resolution of the trackers. And we use that to determine, you know, when people are going to arrive, things like that. And and everybody, it's a big feature of the site. So it's a it's it's the way you watch the races. You check the tracker, you look at the, you know, map and all this stuff. So we're using that to gauge when we're going on the air based on when they will arrive a half hour before that we start our broadcast and about 10 minutes before the pre-show is supposed to start we realize that the tracker hasn't updated in 20 minutes and some people I'm getting texts from people and they're telling me the site is down things are not working and we realize there's an outage on the website which is affecting GPS and web pages, and all of a sudden we're sort of in the dark. We thought they were coming in on a certain pace. Now we're not sure if that information was accurate, and we're scrambling a little bit in the sense that we're not sure of anything as far as timing. And the worst thing that we could do is go on too early and have just, you know, a bunch of, I don't want to say dead air, but having to fill for time for maybe an extra 15 minutes would be extraneous to say the least that goes down we're a little bit in the dark we're relying on some other people to spot to see if they see the musher coming in from the uh the frozen ocean on the bering sea and we decide okay we're going to go up in 3 minutes everyone gets in place we have the plan we have everything set wouldn't you know it 10 seconds before air all my connectivity from Alaska drops out completely. Everything I have, I have these monitoring tools for the this two internal servers that I use. It's green lines when everything is good, and it's red hashed lines when it's bad, and it just went hash. And I'm like, whoa, not good, <laughs> right? Right before you're about to start the live show, so we're in a hold for a few seconds, and then. Everything comes back up, but now everything is out of, out of sync, if you will. <laughs> it's, <laughs> we go on the air 
and the audio's out of sync and it's it's too late like i can't i can't fix it i i i'm it's me and it's my audio guy george and i don't have enough hands or brain power to do the switching i i it's just it's too late so we start the show it's you know four or five frames out of sync and it's a it's affecting me like it's bothering me that i can't fix it but whatever we start the show we're having some issues with the ifb bleed i hear it in the microphones and that's how it starts and it's going well we have our timing i'm giving you know feedback to the talent they have their cough button which was a big request from uh, last year so all of that seems like it's it's well and so we do 30 minutes we bring in the local anchor that's all good except he's on a wireless and then he's getting uh feedback from his mic into our mics it was you know not ideal but we you know we managed it wasn't bad but then it has to come to the point where the musher is coming into the shoot and that's when we switch over from the broadcast headsets and the three people on the set to just uh, the host Greg becomes the MC on a PA mic that the city of Nome has. It's their system and it's their mic and it's used for public address. So we're using public address microphone and wireless, but we're splitting it at the receiver side so that one goes into the PA, one goes into our direct system. And that mic is completely shite. It is just nothing. It is static. It is garbled, popping. It, and it's it's not a good system. Like we, we, in fairness, we've known for years that this is not a good system, but it's always worked. It's just consumer-grade wireless. And it just did not work well and so the show is going on but we can't hear anything we can't hear the host we can't hear the nat sound switching cameras the champs in it's his first time it's it's a big deal and we've got nothing and it's uh it's awful and there's nothing i can do about it from from new york and i'm I have people in in Nome trying to run around and try to figure it out, but it's you know, the the ship has sunk, and it's terrible. It's a terrible thing, and the worst part is that the the fan base was already angry about the site going down ten minutes before. Now everything comes back up, and they can't watch the championship finish and hear what's going on, and they they really really got upset there's a lot of angry protests going on and i'm only laughing because i you know i can't do anything about it so now luckily i do have iso records of all the cameras i am going to try to resurrect the show maybe with ambient camera mics from the the documentary cameras that were on the ground see if I can piece it together. I don't know, but it was a colossal epic failure overall. Not happy with it. And, uh, 
you know, has me rethinking everything that I've done up to this point. So I don't know if I'll talk about it more or not. It might be fun to have Tom on when he gets back from Alaska. He he did an admirable job. I mean, there was lots of little chaotic moments. Like we were using my local um, production person in Alaska the, that I rent some gear from to make this happen. He has these Hollyland wireless units, and we have two units, and we're using a long-range unit to track the musher coming off the ice, so like a 3,000-foot wireless unit. And then we have a short-range 1,000-foot unit that's in the handheld camera in the chute. But the problem is I only have four feeds coming back to New York, and so I've got like six cameras. But I don't need them all at the same time. So the plan was that Tom was going to pull the SDIs from the cameras I didn't need and kind of hot swap them to the cameras I did need. So long range wireless was going to work until the musher got to the shoot. Then he was going to pull it and he was going to put in the uh, wireless for the short range. And then we had an overhead that was going to switch with the talent camera when the talent camera was done. You know, the patch got pulled at the wrong camera at the wrong time. <laughs> we went to black, came back up. The camera was upside down. I mean, it was, it was, oh, comical and sad at the same time. So maybe when he gets back after some therapy, we might converse one more time about it. But not proud, not pleased, and all I can do is move on.